Welcome to Wuffles Press Box Podcast, where we discuss the latest topics in the professional world of sports. Enjoy our exclusive interviews with athletes, coaches, insiders, and fans. And now, here's your host, Gary Wuffle. Welcome again to another edition of Wuffles Press Box Podcast. I'm Gary Wuffle. I am joined again Press Box colleague Jerry Tapp, who made a 10 hour flight to uh, get to the beautiful downtown Caledonia. Well, am I close? <laughs> I'm on a 10 minute ride. I think, it took, I think it took me 15 minutes to get here from. We, we spared no expenses to get here. <laughs> and he flew first class, right? That's right. <laughs> I put gas in the car. There you go. Good to see you. Good to see you. We are going to be talking about something good. And, and if you're a part of Brewer Nation, you think it's going to be really good. Probably something special like last year. That'd be nice. Yeah, when they got to the uh, National League Championship Series and one game away from going to the World Series, and you know, expectations are like through the roof, exceedingly high, and understandably so. I mean, you no, know, on paper at least, it looks like the uh, Brewers are pretty well set. I think so. They haven't done much. With their roster, other than adding a couple of pieces, Grandel behind the plate was a good pickup. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I think they've stayed pretty much similar to what they were last year. So I don't think there's going to be a big change in the makeup and the look of the team. And I like that because last year at this point, you predicted the Brewers were going to go to the National League Championship Series. Did I really? Yeah. You, I, I would have thought You are the Nostradamus of, <laughs> of Wolf's of press, press, press Box, and I, I picked the Bucks to finish fifth. So, what's the opposite of Nostradamus? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? For the teams that I believed would be better than the Bucks, they're still alive. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see. But that's There's an, still time. That's another day, and uh, we can discuss that. But I'd like to dissect the uh, Brewers a little bit. And, okay. You look at what's happened in spring training, and they, they've been okay. Uh, they, they got a 13-11 and 11 record as of this recording. And, right. You know, but again, I mean, what, what's spring training really, right? They're obviously throwing a lot of different pitchers out there. There's a lot of different everyday players. I think what's impressed me, a couple things, is Yelich. What, guys hitting 500 already mm-hmm. in spring training. Lorenzo Kane hitting just under 400. So it's good to see those two guys doing well. Aguilar looks like he's uh, off to a good start. Obviously, you hope that that transitions into the regular season. And I really like the fact that this young second baseman, Keston uh, Hayura. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to butcher yeah. his name. Yeah. Boy, he's had a nice spring. Three home runs, 13 RBI. He's probably a year away. But that's good to see him having a good spring also. Yeah, and Moustakas is really happy he's a year away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know? But, yeah, I mean, he's got a bright future. I mean, he's been highly touted. and He's doing really nothing in spring training to, you know, yeah. dissuade the – And, you know, Gary, to your point, how can you really tell in spring training what the team's going to do when the regular season starts? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, you yeah, really can't. It's basically, a, like they say, a training camp. Yeah. You know, getting ready for the regular season. But, again, in dissecting this team, now the home opener, the season opener is March 28th, so we're not too far away when right. they uh, host the Cardinals, the vaunted Cardinals. Yes. Who, by the way, is my choice to win the division. Everybody's turning this podcast off right now. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you think are maybe like the two biggest needs 
going into the regular season. Wow, so, the two biggest needs. I really think they've got to make sure that they have a solid starting pitching core. Boy, there's four or five of their potential starters that are not having a good spring. That's not good news. And I think maybe depth in the outfield. I mean, if you look at it, you've got Yelich and Kane. You're going to assume that Braun's going to do okay for maybe 120, 130 games. But, you know, I just wonder who's going to be their fourth and fifth outfielders. So I, I guess to me, starting pitching and maybe some more depth in the outfield. You know what they say about great minds? <laughs> Those were my top two. Oh, in, wow. In precisely in that order. And, and it's no surprise. I mean, the uh, starting pitcher pitching situation to me is a real issue. Yeah. I mean, everything fell in place with Bruce last year, but Chassin to me is nothing more than a, a number two or number three yeah. on a really good staff, and he's going to be the Brewers' number one guy. Yeah. And he's looked okay in spring training. Yeah. You know? who, who knows what's going to happen, but you are absolutely right about some of these other guys. I mean, Davies has sucked. I think his ERA is up around eight. Seven, eight, eight. Yeah. Anderson is like, like he's 10. Over he's over eight. Barnes, I think, is somewhere around six. I right. mean, again, it's not awful, but those three in particular, that's not a good sign. And know. that's what I'm saying is that you just don't know what's going to happen with that pitching staff. If you know, you, you again, we, you hope that as the season, the regular season begins, that these guys get stuff figured out. But yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I, I don't know what Craig Council is going to do if we get closer to opening day and Davies and Chase Anderson and Peralta all have these ERAs that are north of six and seven. I mean, what yeah. do you do? Do you just throw them out there anyways or, or take some of these young guys? I think Brandon Woodruff has had a, a really nice spring. Yeah, he, he's been really solid. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, do you throw him in there? So, obviously, uh, manager council has some very important decisions to make relative to the pitching staff before the season starts. Yeah, you know, on the flip side, Josh Hader looks like Josh Hader. Right. I mean, that guy. able to. Yeah, yeah, they're throwing smoke. And if my stats, as of today, Hader's pitched five and one-third innings, right? Twelve strikeouts. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's like automatic. It's like he's he's Sandy Koufax or Nolan Ryan or Gibson. I mean, he's phenomenal. The only thing you have to wonder about is I think Jeffress has got – he hasn't pitched, I think, at all. Yeah. And with him having some soreness or arm problems, you know, you wonder how that's going to affect how they use Canable and Haters. So with Jeffress in the mix, that would – kind of mix up things a little bit, having those three guys on the back end of the bullpen. Mm-hmm. But if Jeffress is out, you kind of wonder how Hader gets used then leading up to Knable. Does, does Hader, instead of being the sixth or seventh inning guy, now become the eighth inning? Again, there's some time to go. But uh, an injury to Jeffress does impact that It situation. does impact the yeah. bullpen. No, no question. So do you still try to get a pitcher yet, starting pitcher? Somehow, somehow? Oh, Wow. It depends on what you have to do to get that picture. I know our good friend Dan Zielinski yes. had made a comment about getting, was it Corey Kluber from, was it the Cleveland Indians, or, or was he looking at somebody else? From Houston, and I got brain lock here. Oh, okay. Yeah, who's the inside pitcher? Uh, but anyways. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess to, to your question, yeah, if you can get somebody that you think will be better than what you've got, but... Uh, I don't know. I don't think you're going to give up too much to get that picture. 
you know, if I'm the Brewers, I, I don't mess around. To me, you know, you say, yeah, you don't have to rush things. I disagree. I, I think there's a window of opportunity for the Brewers, and it's a, a short one. Yeah. Because I look at Kane. He's not a young kid anymore. Right. Braun's not a young kid anymore. Right. I mean, you got, you know, Mustaka Shaw. I mean, they're, they're up there. They'll be around for a few years. But you lose Kane and, and, and Braun, those are two two pretty good players out of your lineup. You figure, what, two years from now? Yeah. So I, I'm saying, like, this year and next year, we got to make it. We, the Brewers, have to make a concerted push to, you know, get into the uh, World Series conversation. So. Well, and let's yeah. not forget, I think the Cubs and the Cardinals both could be teams that prevent the Brewers from, you know, the Brewers could, theoretically, they could finish third or fourth in the, in the National Central. I agree, and, and they're not getting a lot of love nationally, right. and especially in Vegas. I mean, they're kind of lukewarm towards the Brewers. Right. And I think the reason they're lukewarm is for the same reason that we have stated the concerns, the pitching, yeah. the outfield depth. Right. I still don't trust Braun. I just think he's going to be hurt. It's inevitable. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're going to throw Gamble in the mix, and he doesn't scare anybody. No. And he hasn't had a very good spring. So, you know, I know they've got a lot of guys that can play multiple positions, but, you know, I don't think you're going to make Hernan Perez – one of your regular outfielders. If he's goes he's a heck of a utility he's man, a though, isn't he? Guy. He really is. Yeah, he I, I, I'm a big fan. Yeah, and you've got other guys uh, that can play multiple positions, but God forbid we have to see Eric Thames out in the outfield for more than a... <laughs> you know what, Jerry? I, I would like to see you out there before Eric Thames. <laughs> <laughs> At least I know you're going to catch the ball. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> you know? And this is minor, and it's probably not even worth bringing it up from the standpoint of needs. I'm still not sold on the stock as the second baseman. I'm sorry. To me, it's like all about power. It's all about offense. Yeah. I heard one of the Brewers officials the other day say, well, you know what? He can he can handle ground balls. Well, I would hope so. Yeah. It, the question is making the plays, you know, having some range yeah. between first and second and being able to go in the hole and throw out a runner and I read a story that they were talking about if Moustakis is going to be what they need at second base. And just exactly what you said. You know, he's an infielder. He can pick the ground ball and do mm-hmm. all that. But the article was talking about how the Brewers depend so much on analytics that they're going to be able to put Moustakis in a position to make sure that he fields ground balls in it and that he doesn't get beat by yeah, surprises. Yeah. Well, you know, that's... It's all well and good. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's good that the council can say, oh, he's looked great, you know, in the spring training and he's making all the plays we need him to make. I tell you what, that first time that he takes a ground ball and misses it or the first time they've got a, a double play to end an inning right. and he doesn't turn the double play, right. you're going to get the, the faithful screaming for somebody else to be out there. And you look at the Brewers, and they're strung up the middle. I mean, you go back to Branch Rickey and his theory of yeah. how you build championships with people that are really talented up the middle. You're catcher, shortstop, second baseman, center fielder. Yep. And the Brewers are good. Keane, yeah. Arcia, uh, Grundell. I mean, you're pretty solid. So that kind of surprised me yeah. that they're doing this. But, again, I'm sure it is analytics sure. driven. And the analytics have been good for the Brewers. I mean, right. it's paid off. And like we briefly touched about when we started the program, you've got a second baseman in the minors who's probably a year away, maybe a year and a half away. So you've signed Moustakis, you're going to, you're going to have kind of a, 
a stopgap for this season. Yeah, they're just biding time till Ayura. Sahara, yeah. Yeah. Till he's yeah. ready to play something. No doubt about it. Yeah, it's that guy's small though. Yeah, but boy, can he hit. He can't. I mean, he's Altuve in some respects. Yeah. I mean, he's not Altuve. Who is, you know? Right. But he, he, he's definitely yeah. got some pop on his back Absolutely. For, for a small guy. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think the last time there was a really small guy that had that kind of pop. I mean, Altuve is really an exception to the rule. Yeah. You don't see that very often. No. Remember, was it years ago? And I don't know if he had a lot of pop, but maybe, was it Freddie Patek? Sure. Yeah. He, and he was a big hitter. Yeah. 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 Let's just real quickly talk about the division. I said earlier in the podcast that I believe the Cardinals are going to win this year. I just like what they've done last year and this year to bring really good players on. Yeah, I think Goldschmidt is a gold mine. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's going to – to me, he's like one of the most underrated players in baseball. Well, he's going to get you 30 home runs. Exactly. You know, Suna, you know, they brought him last year, and he was disappointed, but I, I expect him to have a bounce back here. Their pitching staff, starting pitching staff is better. Yeah. And then the Cubs, of course. Yeah. Your thoughts on the Cubs? Again, as we've talked about, they are in the midst of, you know, a run of four seasons in a row with 90 wins. Mm-hmm. Another 91 season will give them five, which uh, doesn't happen too often in Major League Baseball, so... It's going to be a tough division for the Brewers to... Maybe the best in baseball. You know, you got the Yankees and, and Red Sox. I mean, that division. Yes, yeah, right. But I, I think in the National League, I guess potentially you could have three teams from the Central coming through to uh, make the playoffs, which would be nice. Yeah, I think it's going to be a tough, tough year for the Brewers. How do you see the uh, pecking order? I, I got the Cardinals. I got the Cubs, the Brewers. Those three. I think I would tend to probably and then whoever. agree with you. No, it's going to be interesting. You know, the other thing I want to touch on real quickly here before we wrap this up is the start of the Brewers season. I mean, we all know they open on March 28th at Miller Park. And good luck with finding a ticket for that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That game is going to be just absolutely crazy. Oh, I'm sure. To me, the biggest thing is from a Brewers standpoint, if I was in there organization, they got to win that game. Because if they win that game with all those people there, it kind of sets the tone for a long ways. You right. know, saying, holy cow, the Brewers are back, ready to roll. Yeah. But listen to this. They, they got the uh, Cardinals for four games at home. Then they go on the road to Cincinnati for three games. Then they come back and play the Cubs three games. Then they go out west, play the Angels and Dodgers for three games. Then they come back and get this. They play the Cardinals-Dodgers for seven games, and then they go to St. Louis for three. Now, what does this all mean? That's 26 games, okay? 17, repeat, 17 of the 26 games are going to be against the Cardinals, the Cubs, and the Dodgers. Wow. Yeah, that's a tough start. Can you imagine that? I mean, theoretically, you are playing the creme de la creme of the National League. And you said there's, what, three games against the Reds? Is that in Cincinnati? Yes, uh, okay. that's a second series at yeah. Cincinnati. Boy, that's a tough start. Yeah, and Cincinnati is vastly improved, so yeah. it's, it's not like they're slouches anymore. Exactly, yeah. It's going to be really important for the Brewers to get off to a good start. You know, last year they were lucky that they had a really outstanding May. They had a pretty average April, but they had a, a really good May. But if they go... And as you mentioned, 17 of those games against those three teams, 
I tell you what, if, if they get sub 500 after those first 26 games, that could be a lot to recover from. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't ever remember in Brewer history where the schedule is so front-loaded with good teams yeah. like this one. Well, and the other thing, too, is the Brewers have never had a good history going out west. True, and to, and true. Well, West early in the season like that, you know, because they normally have a couple of mm-hmm. West Coast trips towards the middle, you know, in June, right, August, July, somewhere in there. But boy, to have that in April, that could be tough too. But that's the beauty of baseball. I mean, those twenty six games, they could go zero and twenty six and still win the division. <laughs> You know that would be that'd be a step. I, as as much as I like baseball and as much as I like the NBA, the regular seasons are way, 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 way too long. Oh yeah. I mean, you look at the NBA with eighty-two games, and they could reduce that to sixty. Yeah. The problem is they're not going to get the money, the revenue. revenue. The same, same with baseball. Driven. I mean, but yeah. You know, you want to be pumped up about baseball, but again, until it's the All Star break, it's like. Yeah. Why get excited? <laughs> yeah. You know, the real games start after that. So. Right. I think a lot of times what ends up happening is people go to baseball games in April, May, June, and July for the social part of it. Mm-hmm. And then the real fans make sure that they're at the games in August and September, especially if your team is on the race. Then you're going to the games because those games mean something. You know, going to a game in April or May, you're probably just going because it's something to do to sure. You know, let's let's go to a brewer game and tailgate and let's have some fun. It's something to do. So, but I I will say this: never can I remember brewer hysteria being as high as it is now. Hmm. The number of people I've talked to, like in the last two three weeks, yeah, it's all about the brewers. Yeah. I mean, they are genuinely pumped. I've had a lot of friends fly out to Arizona for spring training. Yeah. Again, if they can get off to a good start, it's, yeah. the momentum is only going to get uh, bigger and stronger. So. I, I almost think, Yuri, you know, you mentioned about those first 26 games. Mm-hmm. I almost think that they've got to be at least at 500, 13 and 13 after those first 26 games. If they're significantly below 500, mm-hmm. that could be a bad omen. Yeah, yeah you just want to psychologically what it'll, it'll impact, you know. Right. On the, but you know what? After those 26 games, at least on the surface, it should be smooth sailing, you yeah. know, because you're going to play a lot of Eventually, bands. you're going to yeah. get against the teams that are... You're going to be playing the uh, Pittsburghs of the world. And, right. So And some of those lesser uh, East Coast teams. Yeah. Well, anything else? Anything uh, you want to bring up before we uh, wrap here? I don't think so. I guess I was just going to ask you one question. What, what's the one thing that has to happen for the Brewers this year for them to be successful? Yellich doesn't get hurt. Pure and simple. I mean, from my perspective, I That's mean, you good. take you take him out of the lineup, and that lineup is okay. Yeah. But Yellich puts it over the top. Yeah. And I think my answer would be something similar. I don't think they can afford a major injury to Josh Hader, too. (laughs) No, I was going to say, they can't afford anyone like Hader. Maybe one of the bullpen guys they can afford because Mm -hmm. they've got enough. Got got enough depth there. Yeah. 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 But I think if if Yelich, Kane, or Arcia have an injury, 
I think that could really set the Brewers yeah. back. Yeah. Well, they could always move the stock as a shortstop then. <laughs> <laughs> you know? He can, he, ground, he he can field grounders. Infield position I got a feeling we're going to be talking about that uh, during the summer yeah. on a few occasions. But yeah. uh, very good. I, I think we're uh, good to go. Thank you, Jerry. And You're welcome, Jerry. Thank you all for listening, and uh, we'll be seeing you the next time. Take care. For more sports news, check back every Tuesday for our latest show. You can also follow Gary on Twitter at GaryWoofle and Wuffle's Pressbox.com.